Hi everyone, welcome to Career Chat. I'm your host, Grace Wyckoff. I'm a member of the class of 2023 here at DeSales and I'm a career ambassador. Get ready to hear from our professional staff, career ambassadors, members of the DeSales community, and of course, some very special guests. I look forward to all of us learning together. Now, let's jump right into it. Welcome to this week's episode of Career Chat. I am here with Jesus. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, sure. Uh, my name is Jesus Longado. I'm a current junior. I'm just double majoring in law, deciding Homeland Security. And, you know, I'm really excited to talk about today's podcast. Awesome. So before we jump into today's podcast, which I'm really excited about, I think it's going to be a really, really good topic. Um, do you want to talk briefly about your background, how you ended up at DeSales, and what you're doing here now? Right. So in terms of background, um, I've obviously been studying here for three years. I applied after high school uh, because I really like the environment, and so far that's held to be true. Right now, um, I'm trying to focus on getting more experience in the homeland field in terms of my major. So that's why I'm trying to internship right now with the Department of Homeland Investigation, um, which is really weird that I'm interning now because last semester I was abroad in Rome. So it's been weird you know, going from a different country to coming back here to even a different environment, different work environment. Yeah, awesome. Um, so let's jump right into today's topic, which is academic validation. Um, so what is academic validation? So academic validation is essentially when a student defines their worth, their image, solely based on the grades that they receive from their school. Yeah, I think that's something that you see a lot of, especially with so many like high performing students, you know, in the school and that everybody's interacting with. I feel like that's something you see like a lot too. So what sparked your interest in speaking about this today? So what sparked my interest is essentially a personal experience. So while I was in Rome, I took an access course. And um, through no fault of the instructor, the instructor was great, mainly because of my lack of time management skills with being in a different country, different culture, and whatnot. I did not do as well in the class that I wanted to. And I lost the GPA that I had been working so hard to get during these last three years, right? I was in, in there a lot of mental turmoil during that time. And when I grew out of that, right where I am now, it really dawned on me how much worth I had been placing on my grades and how putting all that focus on that did not let me see myself as a true person, like holistically, because I only focused on the bad, on the, on the grades. If I didn't get a 4.0, it's game over. And as you can see, it was clearly not game over for me. Yeah, that's so interesting because I remember like seeing all your pictures of you in Rome and hearing about all your stuff and it just like looked like such a great time, which I'm sure it was, but it's interesting to, you know, have that reminder of you never really know, like how somebody's feeling, how somebody's doing. But yeah, no, thank you for opening up about that. About that. So because first and foremost, we're a career podcast, obviously, right? So um, how do you feel like this trend of academic validation, like being so common, and I feel like this really, really immense pressure on students to perform at their best all the time? And then also be super involved and also have a job. Like, how do you feel like those pressures and that, you know, placing so much weight on how you perform in all these different areas of your life, especially academically, can translate into like post-grad life and your career and like how you are as an employee in the workforce? So as a student who places academic validation above all things, your main focus will be your grades, right? And whether that means you let your social life slip, you let your leadership slip, you let your internship or your work slip, you're going to focus on those grades. And the issue with that is when you go into the quote-unquote real workforce, um, not to you know belittle the work you're doing now, but when you go into the quote-unquote real workforce, you're going to realize that, one, you're not going to always get that clear and decisive 
sort of grade mm-hmm. back from your employer. Mm-hmm. And two, you're going to make much more mistakes than you made here because you're going to be learning and doing that thing that you're learning at the same time. Right. So whether in, whereas in school, you'll get your, you know, your grades every other week, you'll get your semester, your midterm grade, you get your final grade. You might not be getting that type of feedback from your employer frequently. And if you do, it might not be like, oh, you're terrific, you're perfect. Right. And the issue with that is that when you've based yourself so much on your grades and having that constant feedback, okay, that's an A, I'm doing good. That's a B, I'm doing really bad. I have to work it up. It's going to make you feel a sort of a sense of hopelessness or a sense of confusion as to whether you are doing good or not. And that is going to add to the already high amounts of stress that you're going to be facing from just joining a new work environment, right? And trying to move up in your in your professional career. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think that it's so important to give yourself that grace in all aspects of your life, especially when you're in college, because it's such a transitional and pivotal time in so many people's life. And I remember when I first came to college, I was really struggling my first semester and my grades definitely reflected that. But I feel like it's so important to remember that like you're so much more than like a piece of paper with a letter on it, you know, and you're a whole person and you have passions and hobbies and things that make you happy. And I feel like when you're in an environment, especially when you're as busy as you are too, um, making sure you have time to like do things that just make you happy, I think is really important too. And remind yourself that you're a whole person, not just a student too. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, I definitely obviously agree with that. And like speaking from personal experience, when yeah. I lost the GPA, I, again, I had worked so hard to keep. That didn't mean I lost being the president of a club. That didn't mean I lost yeah. being a career ambassador. That didn't mean I lost my internship. Mm-hmm. That just meant that silly little number dropped down by a number that is essentially meaningless. Yeah. And I think that is also something that we need to realize people who, who again, focus so much on their, on their grades is that it is okay. Right. And if you if you get a perfect four point, if you do terrific in school, great. That's awesome. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't achieve a work for that. But it's also comes to a point where you have to think about it and say, is this really best for me mentally? Is this really mm-hmm. best for me socially? And when people realize it really isn't, they'll also realize I have so much other things going for me yeah. that aren't just these this three digit number. Yeah. I feel like also it's so important to know like to try your best and to hold yourself accountable, do all the things you're supposed to be doing. But I think it's also important to understand that like your best can change too. You know what I mean? Like you might be going in through a time in your life where, okay, I'm in Rome and I really want to enjoy this experience. And this is so great. So I'm going to like take a breather and I'm still going to work really hard and I'm still going to get these good grades. But like, it's okay if I don't have a 4.0 or I'm going through a really hard time in my personal life. So it's okay if, you know, this slacks a little bit. It's just like rearranging your priorities as your life you know, continues to and you become more, more to be like less of a student and more of an employee and, you know, really discovering who you are as a whole person, which I feel like, especially in your junior, senior year of college, and then that first year of postgrad is like a huge part of your life, you know, rearranging your priorities and figuring out like, okay, who am I when I'm not a student anymore? You know? Yeah. And, and, you know, not to put it cynically, but depending on whether you're going to postgrad or not, yeah, that your, your education history will be such a small fraction of your entire yeah, life totally. that you do have to give yourself that breather because, you know, arguably speaking, this will be the most calm mm-hmm. part of your life. And you really don't want to not focus on, let's say you're studying abroad. You don't want to, you don't want to lose focus on the blessings and the incredible opportunities you have at the moment because you're so hyper fixated or hyper focused on grades, which, you know, not to be cynical, but in 10 years from now, won't speak to you to your character as much as your work experience will speak to your character a hundred percent yeah i definitely agree and you know when 
your family or friends or who have graduated or your parents talk about, you know, oh, when I was in college, they never talk about, oh, I had a 4.0 or I did this in school. It's always like I had this really great experience and I studied abroad. And he let me tell you this funny story that happened with me and my friends. So the things that really end up shaping you as a person aren't necessarily, you know, your grades. And I think that's important to remember that college is about a lot more than just school too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What are some resources or like general tips for professionals and students who are trying to navigate um, this experience with academic validation? A general tip that I find is just take, when you're stressed about your grades, take a moment and realize what you are currently doing amazing at, what you are currently doing good at, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say, again, you're not doing too well in the class and you're really stressed about it. Think about the other things that you have going for yourself, whether that be a club, whether that be a, a campus work study, whether that be, you know, you take a, um, a large leadership role in your family, whether that be you're, you're working part time. Think about every other thing that you are accomplishing and then look at your grades through that lens. Be like, OK, my grades may not be what I want them to be, but I am in every other aspect of my life where I want it to be. And then you're sort of kind of breaking that deep emotional connection you have with grades because you know and i feel like talking about this is a little bit weird because everyone sort of knows this everyone sort of understands that you shouldn't fake you shouldn't place such a humongous emphasis on grades but it's harder for like the emotional part of us mm -hmm. to not do that yeah and the moment and I, the biggest tip for this is that you just have to let yourself be grounded in mm -hmm. what you actually are who you are as a person what you're accomplishing and then also look at your grades because then you'll see okay maybe i'm not doing too high on my grades but i have this really cool internship lined up i have really good friends that are you know just awesome to hang out with um i'm in classes that i really enjoy and even though i'm not doing too well in them i am actually learning stuff because again at the end of the day a test exam does not accurately reflect what you've taken from a class yeah. um you know back at home I'm, I'm helping out my parents a lot with this or maybe i'm helping my brothers and sisters going through a tough time and just look at that stuff and be realize wow i'm much more than my gpa i'm much more than my 15 or 16 credits yeah i love what you said about looking through it through a new lens too i feel like that um is a really really good way to put it and remembering that you know you're a whole person and you have all these other amazing things going on in your life too if you could give one piece of more like general advice to somebody who is experiencing this struggling relationship with academic validation, what would it be? Almost everyone has been where you are. And I think sometimes when we're going through, you know, in general, tough times mm -hmm. or, um, you know, I think sometimes when people are going through generally tough times, they sometimes forget to realize that you are not alone and you know i don't want to turn this more into a mental health aspect even though it, there is obviously great he uh, mental health discussion to be had about this um but i think it's important to realize okay uh, you know my academic evaluation is hurting me let me talk to somebody and that's not it doesn't have to be a therapist it could be your friend it could be one of your you know like if you work in the cdc or if you work as an ra it could be one of your rhds it could be one of your first staff um it could be some a teacher your advisor, your your parent, your, your anybody who who will listen to you, because I think when people are going through this, and they're and you're working yourself so much in a grade, and then that that grade does bad, and then their whole whole image begins to crumble, they they don't realize that their situation, and not to be you know, not to be harsh about it, it's not really unique because almost everybody I can assure you has gone through that, has gone through not doing 
well in the class, maybe upsetting their parents, maybe upsetting themselves, right? So people need to understand that people will happily talk about their experiences. Because I'm sure a lot of people are going through that same journey or have gone through that same journey. To be able to talk to them and say, hey, you know, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm struggling. How, you know, can you tell me a little bit about how many you've gone through or how you, you fought this and how you overcame? Yeah, no, totally. I definitely agree. I think that something that's really interesting that I was thinking about while you were saying that is I feel like in so many of the podcasts, we come back to the same point of finding your circle of people and confiding in the circle of people and like letting them help you. And I think that's really interesting that, you know, so many of these topics that we talk about are stuff, are things that students struggle with or professionals are struggling with. But then everybody is struggling with the same things. You know what I mean? Like it, this podcast is supposed to help people and they're talking about it to help people. And so it's just a good reminder, I think, that everybody is going through all of this together too. And it's important to like confide in each other and open up and support each other because chances are the person sitting next to you is going through or has gone through something really similar. I think that's a really good thing to keep in mind. I'm glad you brought that up. And, you know, I think it's, you know, and obviously our current, the current media, current you know, mental health media, sort of acknowledges this, right? And so mm-hmm. you go online, you know, type an academic evaluation, you get 10 different articles on how to fight it. Yeah. But that's much different than going to a friend mm-hmm. or going to your to a to a close coworker, a close, you know, a good associate and talking about that because it's more personal. Yeah. Right. Because you can go online and look up articles, look up different studies, look up different TED talks on how to combat academic validation or whatever um, issues people are facing. You are not gonna get that same level of, of closeness or of truth mm-hmm. and, and intimacy than you are from a friend who has gone. And I think that's really important that, like you said, in the podcast, it all goes back to having that good support group. And I think that is really especially important here because as students, because I'm going to, you know, your student most of the times are probably going to be students. They're probably going through the same thing and talking to them could probably help you feel much better about yourself because you're like, hey, I'm not alone because my friend, my friend, Timmy, my friend Calvin, they're going through all this this exact same stuff. You know, we should be here for each other and, and make sure that we're not falling into the pit trap of, just basing ourselves solely on this because we know mm-hmm. that we are not just like those. Yeah. I feel like even with what you're saying was like finding specific people is like maybe an accountability partner too to like hold each other accountable and be like, we're going to study for this long and then we have this test tomorrow and like whatever happens, happens and that's okay. We're going to do our best right now. But like holding each other accountable for, um, you know, working hard, but still being able to give yourself that grace, you know, and have somebody to remind you of that. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. How has learning and now educating about academic validation changed you as a person, student, and a professional? As a person, I can say I've definitely improved in Mm -hmm. in terms of my mental health and my overall well-being. Understanding that my entire life is not revolving around this, you know, three-letter, three-number digit, does has made has put me in a much better place than I have been in a lot of in months past. As a student. It helps me understand that my work is not one and done goodbye. If I don't do as good on a quiz, if I don't do as good on a paper as I want to, I understand that there most likely will be a chance to make that up uh, in terms of a future assignment. Or if, let's say, it's another semester and I can't just like for my access course, focus on what did I actually learn from this class? Because now I have a much greater focus on actually learning the content material and seeing how I can apply it to my studies, to my mm-hmm. professional career, to my personal life, 
then I'm just trying to pass. Yeah. Trying to get a, a really good grade. Mm-hmm. Um, because for the class that I took, the access class, it was a forensic psychology course. And now I'm taking a different psychology course. And I'm, I'm trying to focus on what did I learn from that class that I can apply here. And so far, it's been a lot. And, you know, I think I wouldn't have had that particular mindset if I was like, if I got an A on it. It's like, okay, cool. I'm done with this course. Got an A on it. Goodbye. Right. No, now I'm trying to actually spend much more of my time trying to immerse myself in the content and learn it and actually apply that to, to every day or to my other courses. And in terms of as a professional, it just makes me realize that regardless of my grade, I know I am a hard worker mm-hmm. and I know that I will bring great value to any company, mm-hmm. to any organization that I work for. Irregardless if my, if my GPA is not what I ideally want it to be, I know that my experiences speak for me, that I know that my references will speak for me, and I know that no matter where I go, I will be a great asset to that company. If that company can't see past my GPA, then that's a loss for them and not a loss of me and does not reflect or devalue myself. Yeah, I think that's so important. Thank you for saying that because you're so much more than a number. You're so much more than a student. I feel like we keep coming back to that, and I totally think that Especially where the um, like career trends are shifting, GPA is placing less and it's having less and less value unless you're you know going to go be a doctor and go to med school or something. Um, but in just like your average professions, you know where you get your bachelor's, maybe you get a master's, it's just it holds so much less weight. And I feel like people are really are valuing more the leadership skills and the internships and the work experience and like what you bring as a full employee rather than here's how you did in school because not everybody also is. School doesn't really work for everybody. It's not for everybody. Everybody has a different style of learning and priorities and values. And um, as long as you're doing whatever your best is at that moment in time, I think it's important to recognize that that's okay. And it's important to find a company culture that understands that you're a whole person too. So thank you for bringing that up. So before we close out, I want to give you the floor. Um, Your biggest takeaway from this whole experience, what would it be? Two takeaways. In one in terms of your academic life, one in terms of your professional life. What academia wants of you does not define you. Regar- regardless of whether the master's program you're applying for seeks for a specific GPA, of whether med school, law school, whatever school desires a GPA, and let's say, for example, you may not meet that threshold, that does not mean you will not make a great lawyer, you will not make a great doctor, you will not make a great nurse, you will not make a great teacher. That just simply means that one particular institution does does not want you in, in there. It does not mean you are not worthy of working to your truest potential. It does not mean that your experience is for nothing and you can just throw it out and you can go and soak. No, it quite literally just means that one institution does not find you as a good fit for them. And honestly, that's probably going to be their loss because if you care this much, that you're listening to this podcast and fighting your mm-hmm. your own um, your own mental mental struggles, then you're gonna realize that you have a lot going for yourself, and that you know, regardless of what that number is, you are a good worker, you are a strong uh, fighter, and that you will get through this, and that you will find a place that will want you with all your flaws. And speaking of flaws, and speaking of the place to work, an employer. The one thing an employer will kind of value about everything else is perseverance. Work life will not be perfect. You will make mistakes, and that is just a fact. You will not be getting the beautiful, lovely A's that you love to see getting now. 
And that does not mean you're doing worse. That just means you're learning, you're growing as a human person. And when employers can see that you are not perfect and that you have grown in the past and you have pushed through difficulties, whether it be mental health, whether it be not being good in the class, whether it be um, family issues, and you make that clear to them in your interview when you talk to them, they're going to see that you've persevered through so much and they're going to want that because in the workforce, when things go wrong, you're going to look for a strong leader who can manage in those times and get the company, get the institution past that. So I think that's also very important that you understand how even if you are not perfect, which none of us are, there is beauty and great value in that imperfection. Because you sound so good. That is, I really, really love that. I think that's so, so important. And I am so glad that you came on here with such openness and vulnerability to talk about something that's like, can be a little uncomfortable. So I just like appreciate you so much for coming on here and just like telling it like it is and being vulnerable and being open. And I think this podcast is really, really going to be a really great episode that I think really is going to speak to a lot of people. Like you're, we've made it very clear that you're not alone in this, you know, there's so many people struggling with this. And so I think that I just really appreciate you doing this. So I thank you. Having the chance to hopefully talk at least one person. Yeah, I definitely think you will. Well, thank you, Jesus. Of course. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Career Chat. Make sure to follow the DeSales Career Development Center on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat to keep up with all the wonderful things happening, including this podcast. I look forward to seeing you in the Career Center.